It's a really big day. It is January 4th of 2022. We're kicking off the new year. This is our first podcast of the new year. We're going to be talking with Nick Stella and TJ Humphreys, the uh, new president of uh, Rise. Obviously, right. my name is Ben Kane, and this is Mike Roberto, as well as uh, I mentioned Nick Stella as well, uh, CEO of Rise. We're really excited to be uh, talking today. The big announcement, obviously, is what I just said, uh, TJ moving to Rise. So, um, TJ, you guys Congratulations. Been, yeah, congratulations. Man, what, thank you so much. Yeah, what an intro. Yeah. Um, God, what do we... Where's the history? Well, I mean, first, thanks for having us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is great. Obviously, there's been the last two days have been a whirlwind, as you can probably imagine for me, like, you know, text messages, DMs, phone calls from, you know, even, you know, other other vendors, other brands, sure. retailers, international partners. It's been and it's just been awesome. I, you know, obviously, um, Nick and I have known Nick for about four years. So we kind of go way back. Um, I've been able to watch just this brand do start from literally this guy like punching his way into the space to now, you know, the number one brand and in, in one of the top retailers in the country. And it's just been for me to be able to watch that and watch it kind of, and I think I put this in, in one of my social posts. It reminds me so much mm-hmm. of our days back when we started ProSubs, that real, that gritty entrepreneurial roll your sleeves up and go out swing. And it's, it's just, it's exciting to be a part of this here. That's awesome. I was going to note that I always saw you leaving really like nice comments on uh, Rise's posts, Nick's posts. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I kind of posted the other day talking about some negativity in the, in the industry. And it's, it's nice when you see positivity and camaraderie between brands yeah, and people, you know. So it's, it's awesome to see you on the team now and, and growing yes. with them. So I guess uh, part of this podcast is like a bit of a catch up because last time that Nick and I talked on a podcast was when Greg came on the VP. And okay. uh, so it, there's been a bit of, uh, I know we, we've covered Sunny D and uh, Ring Pop and stuff, but a little bit of a sketch up and to really talk about what you guys are going to be doing together this year. So maybe the best way to kind of really bring everyone up to speed, first off, is I, we need to know more about you, TJ, because we know you, but a lot of our viewers yeah. might not know specifics. For sure. Well, I, I'm actually just brought over here to help spot Nick on his you know, heavy bench presses and stuff like that. He really needed a spotter. <laughs> um, no, so so my background, for those that don't know, I started a brand called ProSups. Most people know it as Hyde or the Hyde pre-workout. Started that about 10 years ago. Um, been in the industry actually for like 20 years. I, I was going to bring a tell like my age. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I actually go way back. So, I, I actually started in this industry at Lone Star Distribution, which then became Europa Sports. So, I've had a, the privilege of working with some of the best brands historically, your BSNs, your Gasparis, your Optimums, Dimatizes. So, I've been in the, I've been in the industry like 20 years. Um and then I decided to go out on, on kind of my own. Um, Art Atwood, who was my bodybuilding coach, passed away in September 11th of 2011. And his family reached out to me and they said, hey, you know, we've got this brand. Is there anything, you know, anything you can do with it? And um, I didn't know what I wanted to do at that point in time. I, was, I, was, I went from being an entrepreneur to working for another brand. And I wasn't sure if that was something I wanted to get back into, which is that whole idea of building a business from scratch. Um, but I wound up rolling the dice and, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys jumped on board with me and we, um, you know, at that time we were, you know, zero to a hundred in about, you know, a hundred yards, you know, we were blowing, going, um, we did, it, it's so different though. Like the, the brands that are really making a difference now in this space, the industry's changed so much. So I had, a, I had the privilege of owning and running ProSups for 10 years, um, Recently, um, I decided it was, it's just a good time uh, for me to be able to do, I've always been one of those guys, those, those that do know me, that's, um, I love to lead, I love to inspire, I love high growth opportunities, not afraid of challenges, not afraid of adversity. Um, and, and thankfully, for me, Nick has created a real soft spot for me to land over here, because he's, he's really done so many things well, um, over the last couple of years. So, you know, while I put in some of my posts that it's, you know, can I do it again? The reality is I'm definitely going into this opportunity with a huge tailwind, right? Um, so I'm excited. I think, you know, the, the value that I bring here is just, you know, I've paid a lot of dumb tax over the last 10 years on everything from, you know, everything from, uh, you know, dealing with, you know, specific either, you know, retailers or international business, shipping, uh, manufacturing. There's so many things that I've learned that I, I can hope pass along to, Nick and the rest of the team here, because 
obviously what they're doing is I've in the 20 years I've been in this business, I've never seen a brand uh, make magic like, like rise has uh, in the last couple of years. So just stoked to be here. Uh, stoked for the opportunity and um, can't wait to uh, unveil what we got coming in 2022. Yeah. So I think a lot of my, I don't, we, we talked, we joked about having uh, talking points, but a lot of like my curiosity with the podcast with today is it's kind of finding out because you've been at supercharged brands before you were at VPX, yeah. you own yep. pro Sops. like you were yep. saying, like going zero to hundred in a hundred yards, it feels like rise is already on that train. Like, like what kind of skill sets do you bring to the table? And this isn't like a quiz or anything, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if, if uh, I didn't prepare shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if the team is already, you know, redlining going like a million miles an hour, what else is there to do now? And I, I, that's yeah. really what I want to talk about is what you guys are doing this year. No, that's a great question. I think um, I, and it's interesting because you can look at it from a consumer perspective and you look at what Nick and the team have been able to do in terms of getting, you know, being the top brand at vitamin shop, which is massive. Um, we've got a couple meetings coming up with some some huge uh, food, drug, and mass partners. And though just having an opportunity to sit at the table is massive. What what people that know this industry see is you've got a re, you've got a rocket ship, but there's so many different ways that um, that require a, a kind of a, a specific level of management. You know, whether it's su- supply chain or I know we've yeah. talked about this ad nauseum, but there's certain aspects of a high growth brand that you just got to make sure you've got the right people on the train to make sure that those decisions. And again, like I said, I paid a lot of dumb tax making some decisions on high growth brands when they were my own um, that, that I can pass along to this group that we're at, that really give rise the best opportunity to do everything that Nick envisioned from day one. I think there's different sections too. So when you look at rise marketing tech, you know I have that locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Greg, he's working on a lot of wholesale and, and TJ fits into that retail. So if you look at ProSups as a whole, it was a big brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. You really didn't see it online much. So he brings that in to where I'm new to. I don't know anything about that. Yes, I've learned just through our impact on social media and our reach, but I still have so much to learn in that space and he's a veteran in that area. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think the biggest compliment that I can pay you, Nick, is that you like coming in, like you learn very quickly and you like you see the trends and you don't have a problem. Um, I don't mean to say like replicating them because it sounds like you're copying, but like like finding the playbook and playing it well. Um, but a lot of this, I bet, and I, well, I know because I've been on the brand side, is connections and is, is knowing the industry and already having been there. And TJ, I, I assume that you have this ridiculous network of, of those FDM partners and stuff like that. Because that's yeah, even I mean, bigger. It really, it really, it's, it's such a different business, right? And I think what's so unique about today's, and I hope, you know, I know a lot of brands tune into these podcasts and they see it as well. You know, a lot of brands that started first with consumer have been able to migrate over into brick and mortar and have just exponential, exponentially large success. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's been harder for brands like the one that, and I still, by the way, I'm still a shareholder in ProSeps. I got a lot of questions about, yeah. Oh, what happened? What happened left on a great, you know, left on great terms. Great. You know, my, my private equity partner uh, still to this day, great partners. Um, but I think, you know, when you look at, what rise has done from the beginning and what I bring to the table. Now, Nick's created the buzz. He's created the, the voice of the brand that is engaged so well with consumer. I'm going to be able to put it in, in, in front of eyeballs in front of millions, right? Like mm-hmm. millions of people that may not have had a chance to follow rise or follow one of the athletes or follow one of the influencers where my relationship will come into play is I'm going to take all this exciting this exciting volume and voice that that Nick and the team have created and presented to you know the brick and mortar and the international uh, audiences, right? So um, I think it's really a, just a perfect marriage, really. And he's yeah. a pretty cute guy too. So <laughs> you you, you uh, quickly made a comment before saying from the consumer perspective, and I think that that's a big point to make here is from a consumer perspective. You know, having Nick, TJ, uh, Greg, they're all you know you guys are all big consumer facing people in the yeah. industry, you know, like, yeah. what, what could you possibly all be doing there? But they don't consider, especially right now, I assume one of the biggest bottlenecks and, and problems you guys have is just having enough supply chain, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's a job Agreed. in itself, right? And if you're managing that kind of stuff, you're not going to have time to speak to the vitamin shops of the world, you're definitely not gonna have the time to be flying out to Walmart's and FDM, not to put Walmart in your mouth, but put FDM in general, right? Right. Those are huge jobs. And so yep. 
No, that's Nick's, right. Nick's smiling at the. At no, the moment, I know. But... I, I was going to say, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, right. Everybody, yeah, it's uh, contagious. Everyone's smiling. Yeah. Uh, it really is. As a young CEO and founder of a company, it's really a lot of people don't understand how each division has its own. It's almost like its own company. Like what TJ is going to be doing here is his own company and workload, and what I do is my own workload because mm-hmm. I'm really heavy on social media. Uh, building the brand and Greg as you know is really heavy on design and packaging mm-hmm. compliance and supply chain so to answer your question there's just so many different and I don't want to say sections but as much as we're growing too there's just a lot more things that come up on the day-to-day we really want to we really want to as, as close as we can become kind of experts in each of those categories yes. you know and and, and I think I think not that I'm calling myself an expert, but having 20 years of dealing with with brick and mortar retail, understanding international trade, international business, international partners, and then the work that I've done on the food, drug, and mass side, um, I, I think that those are three major tools that I could bring to just a brand that's on fire right now with consumer. You can't do everything. You can't spread yourself too thin. Right. Like if I did everything, wouldn't work. We wouldn't scale to where we want to be. I think a lot of people can be successful at direct to consumer, not to downplay anyone's success in direct to consumer markets, but when it gets to international, like there are so many articulated points in there. I've tried to do international with brands and and it's Mm -hmm. a huge learning curve. Um, And then FDM is, I mean, it's a scale that most people don't even understand. That's right. You're exactly right, Ben. It's like, it's, it's a, it's its own different animal. And I think if you don't, so many people think, Oh, that's, that's, you know, that's hitting pay dirt. And it is, I mean, the amount of traffic foot traffic that, some of these major national FDM retailers get, it trumps what you know a lot of the specialty sports stores get. But um, if you don't manage the business, you get one shot. You know, like a lot of times yeah. we'll have relationships with the guy down the block that owns a couple of supplement stores. And if he doesn't get his Sunny D pre-workout this week, it's not the end of the world. You don't ship to some of these big retailers product for a week or two weeks. You know, they you're a speck on yeah. a gnat's butt compared to the rest of the business for them, right? So it's, you know, that, that management of the relationship, but then also of supply is what really keeps you in there. Um, right. It's, it gives you the long-term play. Yeah. It's easy to, you know, ship three boxes to, you know, Joe's supplement check down the road, but right. when you're talking about, you know, hundreds of pallets, it's different. That's right. Entirely. So, That's so right. all the while you're scaling at this, this level, um, we're also talking about new authentic collabs. We're talking about energy drinks. Um, I assume at some point, I'm hoping bars will be coming back. I know that that uh, would be something that we'd all be looking for. And I'm sure those functional foods would help you in your FDM efforts. Um, what, wh- how, how is that dynamic all working? Is, are the energy drinks really carrying you into those FDMs? I, I imagine that's probably the easiest conversion, right? I mean, I have my own opinion. I think, I think that, um, I, I think clearly, obviously, when you look at distribution points, FDM has a significantly large number of distribution points um, and around energy, it's less, it's almost like brand agnostic, you know, people that are going in and buying energy drinks, a lot of times it's like, okay, that one's a two for four, that one's a whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, That said, you know, I think that our approach with energy is going to be um, through specialty first, uh, because I think when you think about the brand strength that Rise has, the engagement that we'll have with specialty consumer. And we've gotten great support already from our national retailers on the specialty side around the drink. Um, and I think, you know, what that does eventually is it translates into opportunities in FDM. Now that said, I would tell you that our FDM buyers are keenly interested in letting, you know, letting this drink roll into their channels first. So we've, we've got to just figure out. Um, and I think what we think about is the best place to launch this product to create you know, the, the most amount of buzz, the most amount of enthusiasm for the, not just the product, for the brand. Um, and then, of course, there's the supply chain component as well, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I think, you, so you kind of mentioned the agnostic nature of uh, cans, you know, with cans. I'll admit, you know, I go and I, I only need, I know I need 200 to 300 milligrams of caffeine if I'm just mm-hmm. looking for a can. And for the most part, all of these taste good outside of, mm-hmm. you know, your Jocko Fuel and a few others out there. But <laughs> I will keep name dropping that until they fix their flavors because it's that bad. You know what? I almost want, I've always wondered, okay, like we're being honest with each other. I've been in this business a long time and I've tasted some products. I'm like, how did this get out of? Yeah. Their offices. Like there is there an R and D process anywhere with some of these brands? I'm not trying to make 
it just blows my anyway go, yeah, and, keep, and, keep. and you guys you've seen the spins data it does well at vitamin shop i i, I just i don't natural fla- uh sweeteners they, they're not that hard to use anymore i don't know there's there's yeah. some there's some vendors that make some pretty decent naturally sweetened stuff yeah, and, yeah. well to your point too with the drink it's not a secret that our licensed flavors are helping drive us mm-hmm. into all these places now that's not to go out and just pick up any license under the sun you still have to we talk about this yeah. all the time you still have to have the demand there yeah to get that product in front of people just because you have sunny d on a bottle doesn't mean it's going to be the number one selling product at shop mm-hmm. you have to have the demand there and that's something we've really worked on mm-hmm. tying in our collaborations with our reach a great example of that we had a call this morning um with vitamin shop and they were really uh it was, it was a fantastic call but they they really highlighted the fact that it were it's not a one-trick pony yeah. rise is yeah. not it's not you know sunny d and ring pop although those happen to be the top two selling free workouts in vitamin shop they're uh, the protein cell the amino cell and it's really around brand development and consumer work that that Nick and the team have been doing over the last three years that have given Rise the opportunity to be not just a kind of a single product uh, type offering, right? And that's yeah. why I'm, I'm so excited for energy because what that tells me is you've got a, it's, it's the brand, right? And it's the brand that sells and we roll energy into specialty. You already have that really contagious uh, engagement that you have with the, with the consumer that loves Rise products. Um, and then, and then in turn, of course, you know, and that's how I got most of uh, ProSups through FDM initially was the success we had in specialty, you know, and, and that's a natural progression of things, right? So let me ask you, cause, uh, TJ, you have, uh, experience in, uh, RTDs with, with, uh, yeah, with ProSups. I do, I do, I do. Um, if, actually, I, you also have, uh, one of the first biggest collaboration really i would consider with with dj khaled really that's some experience yes, there as yeah. well yeah yeah <laughs> but, sure i remember uh, met, yeah go ahead yeah but my, my question What's the really question? there's so much we could you, there's you so much to get into here about that? yeah <laughs> but like, i really i really am khaled on the phone okay go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> i'm so curious like uh the investment into energy cans is like it's it's yeah. a huge start it's a completely different distribution like the weight of it's right. it's a, very heavy you need and you're coming from europa so you you know like there's people that are strength th- strong in this you guys have never done cans and 12 packs of cans before. Like right. what is like, like what was the driving reason for you to start an energy drink? Like what, what made you want to do that? Start, yeah. Cause that's your, well, that's your question. And you know, we've been into RTDs, the pre-workout RTDs, right? Yeah. So we sell a lot of those, believe it or not. A lot of gyms were placed in, um, I mean, we're in gold, we're in laser, we're in crunch. Uh, we're in vitamin shop. We're one of the top selling SKUs. We get the spins data. We see what energy drinks are selling. So, naturally putting these collaborations on these cans they're going to sell and we went and we secured pre-orders for these so we have a massive opening po massive to our supplier or our manufacturer so Mm -hmm. we just know it's going to sell because of the hype we've created already in these channels so it's a little bit different if you were asking me this a year ago we would have never done cans Mm -hmm. yeah you can't yeah. start an energy drink business. And, and just, yeah, and it was hard because when I started one six years ago, you only had printed can options, which was, you know, high MOQs. You only had high MOQ options and that we were having to go to these places that literally ran beer eight hours a day and then, and then plopped, you know, some of the national, some of the largest national uh, uh, carbonated energy players. And then they put ours on. So, but the MOQs were through the roof. So the capital investment on something like now, uh, fortunately for us, the demand, we've already, you know, secured uh, really some, some massive orders from our partners. But um, even if you didn't have that, you can, you can get into this space. It's a lot easier to get into this space now to your point though, still more expensive, right? I think we're able to do it now um, and still make it a, a decent piece of business for us because we've got the demand from customer to go yeah. in and secure large, you know, larger product runs and everything else. And you mentioned yeah, for those shipping. listening at home who don't know, MOQ is minimum order quantity. So oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> we get too <laughs> much of our, terms, glossary of terms. Yeah. yeah. So how are you uh, planning on differentiating these cans? Because there's so many different companies coming out with with cans. How do you how do you compete for that fridge space? Aside from the licensing, of course, we're the only ones. So Sunny D, everybody knows we're coming out with. I posted it. Mm-hmm. We're obviously the only brand with Sunny D on a can. Um, aside from that, you know, it's a 200 milligram, uh, caffeine in a 16 ounce can, which you don't see many of those. Uh, Mm -hmm. we have a full 500 milligram of cognizant, um, in our products. So that'll feel good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just a great lifestyle. And really, man, it comes down to your marketing at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe ours is the best tasting product. You've tried some of our products. They taste phenomenal. I think it's the best tasting energy drink. It's got unique licensed flavors. Mm-hmm. So it is unique. Um, and it just feels good. And I would say, and I would say on adding to that, which I think it is, is a lot to begin with, the brand work, and I think you hit the nail on the head, it's how we're marketing and who we're marketing to. I mean, there's obviously a significantly large number of consumers, probably in that 18 to 30 year old age range that love what Rise is doing. And, and you know, and the reality is if you, if you never heard of Rise, I would say that you know, Nick and the graphics team have created such an attractive looking approach to packaging on the cans. They're going to stand out. I'm sure you guys have seen them. If not, people will be like, he sent me some a few months no, ago. And, yeah, they're they're incredible. Like they're they are next level. And I think it, so. It gives us a lot of chances to win, from formula to flavor to packaging to collabs to partners. Right? We've got some incredible national retailers that said, "Hey, whenever you're coming out with them, we're taking them." So that's a big thing. Yep. Yeah. When it comes to appearance, I don't doubt you guys. I know that you're going to present well. Um, so and that that's a great answer. I think that was all we probably could have asked for that. Um, <laughs> Unless you want to keep talking about DJ Khaled, it's always fine with me. No, so yeah, you know what's funny? Where's you? Guys, so, I saw you guys. It was the LA Fit Expo, right? When we were talking about that, I think. Yeah, a long that was, time yeah, ago. A while yeah. back. So let me tell you, my okay. I won't get too too deep into it, but I think at that time I was looking at a way to differentiate our energy offering into something that was more like um, maybe larger stage, bigger stage, less fitness, more lifestyle. Which I think, again, if uh, if that if that partnership worked out the way I intended it to work out, it could have gotten there. Obviously, the challenges we had early on with energy was um, all the things I mentioned before. And so, but listen, I would say this: I think you know what we have coming on here, um, not just with you know the, the packaging, and everything else. Probably a lot of people that love and follow Rise know that we've got some really you know influential ambassadors and athletes on the team um i don't even want to talk about noel and yeah i mean that's yeah, a big that's deal a subject. Yeah. yeah well i would say so, exactly to your point tj like you 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 said if that partnership had worked out the way that i had intended right you were shooting mm-hmm. for something unfortunately right. didn't work that way but right. like rise has a track record with with demand right well, right to this point too i mean we've we've tried that too we've gone on the road with conor mcgregor um so if you remember three years yeah. ago, I think it was our first year we had Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things just don't work out as planned. So mm-hmm. we're constantly evolving and getting the right faces into the brand. And that's where Noel comes in. Um, he's His reach is insane. Yeah. So forward facing, he's definitely the man of our brand. He's definitely the face of Rise. Mm-hmm. Um, and he continues to grow. Every platform he touches, he explodes. So YouTube, he grew like 1.5 million in a month. Um, TikTok, he's sitting at four million. Instagram, he's sitting at one point five million. So we kind of piggyback off all that. We use it. I mean, he's hilarious. Like oh, he's, he's like like it's beyond like humor. It's it's. Oh, uh, he's but... he's next level, man. I mean, I, I've dealt with a lot of athletes, DJ Khaled's entertainers, and I, you know, he's he's Noel's next level. And he, what's crazy about him, he's a good as good of a human being as he is an influencer. Like if you were to get to know him, this is a a very genuine dude, you know. It's that um, authenticity that really matters with him, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and oh, man, I talk about this on our Q and A like almost too frequently. Everyone wants wants to know how they can get sponsored all the time, and, it, and people don't realize mm-hmm. it's about it's a relationship and how much you can bring. And it's it, TJ used the word athlete, and and I've, obviously first and foremost, they are athletes that lift weights and eat, eat food, right? That's that's all they do. But <laughs> understanding his channel, understanding his conversion, understanding the content that does well, I am sure that Noel pays attention to his metrics and understands how he works, right? He Still seems methodical. And on the top of that, he's also authentic. He speaks with his people. He understands. He knows his food, his training. He's he's real. Well, you know, he started. So when we found him, he had 300,000 followers. He started giving content. So he's a massive human being. He's 6'3", yeah. he's 300 pounds. He's an IFBB pro. He started on a mission because he was bullied when he was younger. And he truly started to give back content. And he still does. He's, he's not one to sell and shove stuff down your throat. So I think that's what makes him so much different. Mm-hmm. To your point, people just come, oh, I want to make money and be an athlete. Yeah. But it doesn't, 
that doesn't work. People don't want to just buy product from you. So he started on a mission to help people's lives and he's changed a lot of people's lives. And that's why it's so successful. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. And, and that's kind of a, a big thing is that like, so we, t- we talked about Conor McGregor with UFC yeah. is a spectator sport, you know, as you well, tons of mm-hmm. people love to watch it. Greg watches UFC. I've never seen mm-hmm. him in an octagon, you know, um, Oh, we, should, we should say that that Nick does have some mean cauliflower ears. I know, I know, I know. Nick I would love to have those. I want to have. I want to take those out for Saturday night and see if anyone messes with me. I th- I feel like they get you left alone. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but point right. point all being that like UFC, you know, like watching DJ Khaled, that's all spectator type sport type stuff. Yeah, people who watch Noel want to listen to him and and, and learn from him, right? They want mm. to employ that, so they see him so using rise. You can have. 10,000 followers, and if you influence 5,000 of those, that's more impactful than a million influencing a thousand. Yeah. So it's all about like who your target audience is, mm-hmm. what you're saying to them, what information you're giving them, what you're giving back. People don't just want to watch you sell a product day in and day out. Yeah. Where, where can we find Noel if, if uh, viewers want to watch? So YouTube, Noel Diesel. Uh, just t- type in his name. It'll pop up. Noel It'll Diesel. Pop up. Yeah, N O E R D E Y Z E L for those who yep. don't know. Yeah, cool. everything will come up. Awesome, cool. So we've talked. I do a have lo- a, I it. do have one last question. If we can uh, stick on energy for one other second, yeah. were there any pushbacks from Sunny D regarding like turning their drink into an energy drink or putting caffeine into this, whether with the pre workout or with the can? Was that ever like a concern that a kid might pick yeah. up in the store? Yeah, like how did it's a, it's a concern with all of them. Uh, you know, they just, you got to assure them that it's going to be regulated more than anything else. So we just, I mean, we put disclaimers on it. We definitely, one thing that we pride ourselves on at Rise is we target and we tell only 18 year old and older to take our products, which mm-hmm. some brands don't do. Uh, so if anyone asks me and they're under 18, we do not recommend it. Um, so we are diligent in doing that. But yeah, of course, there was pushback. Um, but Ultimately, they just graced us with it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure you, you know do. what I think. I, you know sorry. what I think too. I'm uh, sorry. Um, I think probably what they're seeing is like brands like you know, obviously Starburst is is in the space. So there's, you know, I would say there these companies True. are saying, you know what, there's, you know, if these other guys are doing it, um, clearly they got past the concern about you know whatever, right? And yeah. To that point, there is a diligent review like process, so mm-hmm. they have a lot of say in the packaging. So it's yeah. not like we can put whatever we want. Right. It goes through attorney's eyes. It goes through their head eyes, their marketing eyes, everything. So good, good, cool. Thank yeah. you. So TJ, you brought up like there's, there are other people in uh, licensing coming over into sports nutrition and that's definitely created more of a flow or like people wanting to be in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys with, you know, obviously <clears throat> ghost has done it now, diamatize accent sledge, all these other guys. How do you guys do this differently? Like what, like what is your thought process when you go to this? So when I set out to license, I tried to find things that are literally nostalgic to growing up. So Smarties, Sunny D, Ring Pop, we all took that and consumed it when we grew up. Plus, it's still in the it's mainstream now. My kids, my daughter, so I don't know if you saw, she picked up a (laughs) Ring Pop. And that gave me the idea because we were doing bazooka before. I looked at the back. So now I look at the back of every package to see who makes it. Looked at the back, it was tops. So I went to them and I told them the story and I'm like, my daughter loves it. You know, I consume these growing up. So I think there's a lot of brands that are doing things that came to scene recently. Uh, I think they're kind of missing the mark because they're missing the whole audience from when everybody grew up and we're on these kind of products. Do I think you, that's what uh, differentiates us. What's, what's yeah. your demographic? What's the age of your demo? So it's anywhere from 18 to 40. <laughs> really, it's so wide. It's crazy. Uh, I think like the, the obvious is like you guys feature a lot of young athletes. Obviously, you're not going to feature a lot of forty year old athletes. We, obviously. No, we <laughs> we definitely capture the TikTok. Uh, you know, I'm 31. I started this brand when I was 26, so I fit in that. Well, I used to, but I fit <laughs> more into that. Um, but no, it, it, we try to preach this for everybody. Like it's not just for younger teams. You know, you know what I've always liked, even watching Nick do his thing the last couple of years, like the marketing. Yeah, it's you know, you think about the the audience, the kind of the sweet spot in, in probably most of most sports nutrition brands is that 18 to 30 demo. 
But I think what's cool about Rise and the message that 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 Nick developed that that the brand promotes is we want everybody to rise up. It's not about just young people, you know, getting it. It's kind of like, hey, you know, take your take your game to the next level, and anybody could could participate in that. And the packaging is the same way. Like the packaging is is mature enough that it doesn't look so. Out, you know, out of the ordinary, goofy, juvenile to where it's like, whoa, like, you know, what is that? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it's really inviting. It invites, obviously, you know, the, the 18 to 30 demo is still going to be the the sweet spot for most brands. And that's where I think we probably resonate the strongest. But to Nick's point, uh, the packaging is it's it's inviting enough to, you know, a guy like me who's 51 and wants to take pre-workouts and proteins. I don't feel embarrassed by going in and, you know, putting some pre-workout with some crazy name up there that, you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I've heard about this, but you know what I mean? I, I think it's great. Cause you also made Mr. Hyde. It's like, I did. Uh, <laughs> I, did. I feel like most 51 year old guys wouldn't pick up Mr. Hyde. Well, yeah. So, you know, what's crazy about that. I've, I've always been concerned, especially as of late. And, and some of the things I left the team with was in what you'll see what they're doing in 2022 is I said, look, we've got to modernize. Cause there's a lot of the younger audience that doesn't even know the story of Jekyll and Hyde, right? Yeah. Um, back when we started it 11 years ago, it was like, there were still being movies made, you know? Like I think, you know, I can't remember what movie, but point being like, now it's kind of like, okay, how do you how do you turn that into something that this 18 to 30 demo um, can, can relate to, right? Yeah. I remember, uh, uh, what was it? Atlantic City Europa. You guys had a guy walking around in oh, a yeah. Mr. Hyde outfit. I remember <laughs> yeah. that. Yep, yep. Yeah, they, uh, that was uh, that was an idea I came up with. I said, look, let's humanize yeah. this character. So we got in this, this guy's a sweetheart. I hope he watches this. I'll tell him to watch it. His name's Robbie Archer. He's a, uh, he's a stuntman and actor in Canada. He's cool. six, five, just a beast. And we said, look, let's put this guy in a, what we would, what we would say would be a modern day hide outfit. And we didn't know how it was going to work, to be honest. Like, we're like, okay, he's either, we're either going to get eggs thrown at us or, or people are going to be like, damn, that's, that's, and turned out, you know, that was a really good play for the brand. Really I think he was over six, five, because I'm six, four. And I remember him being like the largest oh, person dude, I've ever seen. Dude, he's six, seven. And then we gave him these boots, uh, which get him like over seven feet. Which I'm actually to take gonna... pictures with him. Like that was, yeah, it was really every, cool. It was wild. Right. And so we took him to a lot of places and it worked. It worked for a couple of years. It was, uh, I would say those are probably the best days of, in terms of hide sales and hide awareness back then. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So we, we talked a lot about energy and and the collabs i'm sure there's love going to the rest of the uh, everything as well i know uh pump caps we haven't talked about in a while but it's, it's one of our better growing videos but your pump caps have been updated i believe um what yeah. other stuff are we talking about in your your line um you know we're working on a vegan protein of course uh working on a sleep formula um but mostly extending our line we're going to come out with more flavors and godzilla oh cool so we didn't talk about godzilla yet but um and a lot of license we have a lot of licensed products coming soon so we're really excited about them let me yeah, tell you the cool. licenses one thing about the licenses and i you know i could tell you this is kudos to nick um getting these older kind of throwback companies there a lot of them are family owned getting oh, them yeah. to understand what we are as sports nutrition guys and why we'd want to partner with them it takes a lot of convincing right so um i'm you know when when nick has been updating me with all these different relationships that he has going i can tell you it's easier now once you get one and you yeah. show the proof of concept yes. one and you show them what you can do with their brand it's a lot easier for but getting sure. that first one is tough especially right. when you have a handful of brands like you said that are going after them already why are they going to give someone that doesn't have any license when we or ghost or diamatize can come in and show proof of concept yeah so yeah. i'm sure it's a lot harder for brands to get into it now there's just fewer of them, fewer licenses just to go out and grab too. Especially with I know what we're doing. So mm-hmm. yeah, Mike, what was your question? Well, yeah. So if you're you're bringing up Godzilla, I, I figured it'd be nice to like just talk about your pre workouts because you do have a lot of pre workouts. Got Project yeah. Project Blackout. Then if you look at this Godzilla, it's just it's awesome. You're like over 11 grams of citrulline <laughs> or at 11 grams. So um, I used 10 grams of citrulline yesterday with nitrates, which is around where you're at, and I had a yep. had a rough time <laughs> for, the, for the for the better. Uh, I had yeah. to send Ben a message. So I'd love to just go back and. Uh, Tell, tell us about your pre-workouts because you brought up Godzilla, but before we get into Godzilla, can you kind of just give us the, the pre-workout rundown and who would want to use what from Rise? 
Yeah, we started with a core pre-workout, and that was kind of like your 275 milligrams of caffeine. It had no time-release caffeine, uh, citrulline malate. I actually formulated that before rides, just a product I love. Um, we're discontinuing that, unfortunately. A lot of people love it, but um, that brought us into our blackout. So we found on the market that a lot of people love the high-stim type products. So we made a high-stim, nitrate-based project blackout pre-workout. That's great. Everybody loves it. But then we found some people like citrulline. So we made something called loaded pre-workout where it's a medium stim, I would say. It's got 300 milligrams of caffeine anhydrous, which could be on your high end, but then it's got time release caffeine as well. Um, and it's got 4.5 grams of citrulline. So really that's something like my wife will take. She might quarter, three quarter scoop it. So she gets like 200 and um, goes, works out and runs. But then we got Godzilla which to me is more of like a novelty product. So I would not suggest taking that every day, especially two scoops. That's more <laughs> of like your, I'm gonna go crush legs or arms, or if you wanna get a good pump. Um, I find if you take it every day, it's just too much on your intestinal tract to <laughs> take 11 grams of citrulline every single day with two grams of nitrates and 400 milligrams of caffeine. Um, <laughs> but on the same end, we put it in a one scoop, two scoop formula. So you can take one scoop, but it's, you're getting, you know, 180 milligrams of caffeine, then you're yielding 200. It might be too low for people. And that's mm -hmm. where they want to grab the loaded for their daily driver. Mm. So we try having two daily drivers, one nitrate based, one citrulline based, and then your novelty pre-workout Godzilla. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. So that, that cleared it up with the, the loaded. That's kind of where I was yeah. where things were going. And then, and then yeah, a lot of people like citrulline. Um, I find personally nitrates work better for me, um, but you know, to each their own, right? Mm -hmm. I still love citrulline, so. <laughs> right, yeah, do both. <laughs> no, so um, then we do both. Cool. I feel like people, uh, everyone reacts a little bit differently. And I know we hate that answer, but it seems- Yeah. Like <laughs> well, that's, that's why true. we created those pump caps. So if you put those pump caps, have you seen the updated formula? I can't yeah, I remember what you did. Social media. So you got citrulline got peptides in here? Citrulline again. peptides, um, which I like. I, you know, they're found to be more bioavailable than regular citrulline. And I think they do work better for me. Um, and then you got nitrates in it and you got vasodrive. So there's more pills to take, but it's a pretty solid. You stack that with any pre-workout, you're getting a good pump. Yeah. The thing I like about this is you can add those nitrates to anything now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. So that pump cap, you can add to any pre-workout and it'll enhance it tenfold. Yeah. Having nitrates on their own is is nice because you can, like in one formula, you can't always have nitrates with other things, but you can always add those capsules. Um, you, you're not using that, that gel technology anymore. This is just a straight up pill, right? So we're not. So there is only one machine that could create that water gel and they were like six months behind Mm. on manufacturing so we switched over to this new formula but when we did that we set out we're like all right if we're gonna make a new formula we're gonna make it the best pump cap out there and that's why we put three patented trademarked ingredients in there uh i don't see many people using pepform citrulline i thought that was unique mm -hmm. you and far um, between and having it in a capsule yeah. i think is the only place so that's really cool yeah so I, we try to get unique with it and it works really well I'll send you some, Ben. Do you have it yet? Yeah. You I haven't it? had it, but I'd love to try that out. Yeah, I'll send you that out. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff we're going to have to catch up on, like uh, blogging yeah. and everything. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, so we like to cover this stuff. I like to write about it. We like to to talk about it. Um, obviously, when you get away from like your standard citrulline or citrulline mallet, you're going to have like less research to kind of to to back on. But you know, that's that's why it's awesome to throw into a capsule. You're not you know, banking the yeah. entire pre-workout product line on this ingredient, but some people want to try new stuff. They love to come and check out, Hey guys, like what's something new that can give me maybe a slightly different. So sure. Yes. Of course. When we do that. We try to use the trademark form. Mm -hmm. So at least have some backing and research behind it that people can go find, um, versus just throwing something in there that has no research at all on it. So that's why you see that in there. Do you find, cause with with these young these younger groups that, that you're really around, do you find I'm that they? About this. <laughs> no, I'm actually not going anywhere. Trade uh, oh. <laughs> <weird with> that. <laughs> but do you find that they're more interested in researching? Because you mentioned like using yes. the patent green, so they can like I, I find that I think these these young kids are so 
eager to Google and read and learn. Maybe they're not pulling up PubMed, but they're pulling up so much shitty research out there right now. Pardon my language. I don't know if I can swear on here. There's so much bad, like ectodestron and tricesterone and all of these things that have been around forever and they're emerging again that have no like clinical data on humans. It's just, it blows my mind because a YouTuber makes a video about it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd almost blame TikTok for some of that. Like, it is TikTok. Yeah, you have a whole new audience of people that are giving a whole new they're like what what's old is new again because this stuff was rehashed out in the bodybuilding.com yeah. forums two yeah. decades right. ago. Then it was rehashed out again in Facebook. And now then everyone moves to Instagram. Now everyone's moving to TikTok. It's like you lose so generations of it's generations is what it is. Yes. Right. Yeah. People ask me about that. I'm like, I'm not gonna give an opinion because I need to see research on it first. So we try to urge people to find stuff that has been researched and especially on humans, like if there's research on turkesterone and on humans and there's a clinical trial and it shows great results, I'm all about it. But when there's no research on it and you're just putting something in your body and you're ingesting it, I have a hard time supporting stuff like that. So I, are you saying that with, with rise subs, you're going to stick with research back stuff? Are you ever going to kind of divert or like maybe uh, yeah. if you had like a limited edition Christmas flavor or something like that, would you throw something different in or are you sticking with the clinical studies? So we're going to stick with things. Again, that's why we try to, as long as we can, we're going to put trademark ingredients in there that have clinical studies. But yes, we try to as much as possible. You're never going to see something gray area in our product. Uh, I just think when, and we talked about this for a while, and I think that's really, um, I haven't, the, the old guy in the room talking over here, but I've seen, I've seen a lot of brands that, you know, have taken kind of the low road and built formulas with ingredients that aren't, that aren't tested. They're not, they're, you know, they're not, there aren't many safety studies done on them. Yeah. And that's just not, that's not a path that, that thankfully this brand has ever gone in nor, nor needs to go in. I mean, the great, the greatest thing is, you know, rise has developed products with formulas that work with efficacious uh, doses that are proven to work. And um, that's all you need, you know, in, in terms of consumer, in terms of getting the consumer to appreciate what we're doing here, we'll always be able to, you know, lay our head on the pillow at night, knowing that we're putting safe products that work in the marketplace. And when you start talking about like being in a vitamin shop, being any kind of FDM, it kind of puts yeah. guiders on you that you really can't go into those gray areas unless it was a, a limited edition direct to consumer, but yeah. that it doesn't help you, especially, right. It doesn't. Yeah. Especially with the licenses. I bet, you know, you get a lawsuit against you with these licenses. They're, they're not going to be happy. No, right. right. <laughs> and it's hard to put these other trademarked ingredients in these products when you have these gray area ingredients. Mm. So you're not going to get nitrates if you have these gray area ingredients in your product. Ron's just going to say no, absolutely not. They have like they have, and you know, Nick's got great partnership with these uh, patented ingredient companies where they say, "Hey, look, we'll sell you these products, but you know, we we want to review the formula before you know, and sign off on the formula before you go to manufacturing." So. It's kind of a really, it's it's kind of a tight system around quality um, that that I'm I'm thankful that Nick has always believed in because it makes it so much so much easier to sell to the mass to the mass markets the FDM guys and even internationally you know because international business you know a lot of these uh, especially internationally you know things have gotten more difficult to export products from the U S in a bunch of, for a bunch of different reasons but it's always been a tough ingredient thing like if you have any of these weird ingredients um it just makes a product uh, it, it more difficult to export yeah I, th I i mean i think it's a great thing for the industry when someone who's growing so rapidly has a, a commitment to that i think it's great when i think it's great that ingredient companies care enough to say you know no yeah. to those kinds of partnerships i think that's the Me only too. way that we can stomp out those kinds of um you know offenders nobody needs that negative uh, our whole industry we don't need that negative that negative uh, publicity yeah yeah we don't need any more warning letters and and people yeah. going to prison like it's just not a good idea for right. all of us right so um i feel like we're pretty close up to like being caught up in terms of like 2022 is there anything different happening that <laughs> that nick hasn't posted on tiktok that we can, yet that... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because you do a really good job of, of, I mean, you make content out of every beta, you make content out of everything. I mean, it's a great idea. I just um, want to be in his shadow so I can grow my following. Like, <laughs> just, a, just throw me some, like, yeah, I'll just, like, just kind of hang out, over his shoulder or something. I set out on TikTok, too, which some people watching this might think is corny, but 
uh, every single post has rise in it. So I will never make a post without my brand in it. And uh, I've grown 50,000 followers in four months, uh, all organically, zero dollars spent, all rise. They're all rise lovers. And, and that's impactful. Like the amount of sales that come in from that's astronomical. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. I get stuff out. You know, my videos are getting 100,000, 50,000 views every video. But the reach you can get organically if you put good content out there is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But to your point, yes, we have crazy stuff coming in 2022. So I, I, we talk I, about it? Uh, I push you every single podcast. So I, you know what I'm going to do. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, so scale, yeah. Obviously, we're jumping into protein license. Okay. Uh, we have about four coming. Confirmed for. Um, we have a bunch more pre workout license coming. One is Bazooka Grape Rage. We're pairing that with their 75th anniversary in April. Uh, it's actually my favorite flavor of pre workout. It's a really good grape flavor with like a hint of bubble gum. Um, we're going to bring that into an energy drink as well. Uh, Smarties, you guys know about, is coming out right. probably next month, hopefully. Um, and then, yeah, we have a handful of other pre-workout license. Awesome. I know uh, Mike and I tend to disagree on grape flavors, but I'm interested to see how you do good. it. Who likes grape? I uh, do. But which one? No, which one? Mike oh, likes grape. I, I usually don't like grape, but if you can do something I, different with yeah. it. I usually need a twist in there though. I like to have a little grape, maybe a, a, you know, a smidge of berry or something, but definitely. We, we can thank, we can thank, was it NyQuil or Dimetaps for our hatred of, you know, for historical uh, hatred seriously? of grape. <laughs> yeah, when cough syrup, I'm telling you, it's that. They it killed is, it, huh? It, it, they did. They did. It's that. It, honestly, if it was, I'm if it, yeah. I'm not a great yeah. fan, but when I tried this, I was like, holy. Yeah, bazooka. I, I, I'm excited to try this. We'll for sure want to get some, uh, do you have any sketchy bags you can send if, at some point? Or is that <laughs> I actually do. I have containers that I can See, that's the kind of stuff we got to start getting at least to yeah. Ben. If there's ever, you know, he's, yeah. he's on video more, so he's the priority. If you ever have we'll, an extra bag, get we'll it over to him. We'll send it out to both spots now because, so that's something Greg's going to be responsible for. So again, our delegating with the three of us, it was very hard prior to when we worked together for me to do all of that. So yeah. we'll be on top of that and make sure you get all these samples up. That's great. Hey, one thing I want to say um, for those talking about TikTok, your uh, your username is Rise underscore CEO R Y S E underscore CEO. So Nick Stella, um, just to make sure people see that because I popped up your page and that's cool. TJ, are you yeah, saying CEO Swole? Yeah, it's funny. We you're this is the third time this has come up today. Yeah, you know I I, I was planning on it just because you know who gave who gave me that name was a good buddy of mine, JP Lonza who um, cool guy. is, yeah, great guy. Um, and he literally, when we were coming up with Instagram and it was like, it was the thing, he said, I was trying to come up with a name. He said, dude, you're swole, you're the CEO, be CEO swole. And that's just stuck. I mean, have that, uh, I'd have to get a new ice shaker if I got to change my name. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. Um, no, I, th I think uh, it's my IG handle and I, you know, I, I don't have any plans on changing it and, and hopefully Nick won't, <laughs> he won't get it. Yeah, so I, I think- um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny. It's having rise on it because we're such a social media powered brand. Yeah. And when people see it, like Greg changes or rise VP. It's so easy to find you guys now. Yeah. So yeah, that's maybe true. It'll be yeah. Rise swole, yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Rise right. Swole rise swole. Yeah. We'll come up with we something. Yeah. We'll let you know in the next podcast if I change it. Yeah. I'll be watching. Prez, you're, yeah. yeah. You're always welcome back on. Oh, we appreciate <laughs> it. This has been fun, guys. Yeah, appreciate this, I, you guys having us. I was excited for it because, well, TJ, you bring like an old school vibe with this. You know, yeah, and it's it's always yeah. fun talking yeah. to like veterans in the community. Yeah. Um, and what an ironic company for a veteran to be joining because for real, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I mean, just last week on on our 2021 review video, I made a point of like rises during the talks about new brands that are being accepted, and it's kind of it's it's an it's a it's an odd combination, but I I, I see it working. It's going to be fun. So, you know, obviously what I've, where I see the marriage being perfect is, as we said earlier, you know, I'm bringing this kind of old school vibe of how we grew in, you know, brick and mortar retail and international and combined with his expertise on the digital side and the marketing. I don't, I, it, I was thankful that I had an opportunity like this to take everything that I've learned over the last 20 years and really put it to work. Cause now, I mean, Rise is doing so many big things at retail already. And then not, not to mention all the, the, the uh, direct-to-consumer engagement stuff. It's a real great opportunity for me.
cool awesome um well i don't really have any other questions it's been a, a pretty packed hour uh mike do you have anything that you are curious about no, I'm good to go. I'm uh, ready for some baggies. <laughs> <laughs> Gangster baggies. Yeah. Yeah. So we will yeah, still we'll send those out. Yeah. For sure. Um, we'll get this up. This is going to be episode 60, I believe, right? Yeah. First one of the year, episode 60 right. of the podcast. So yeah. uh, very excited. We'll have to do this once in a while. We, oh, we need to get over to, to Dallas. So I'm yeah, not sure on. exactly where you're at, but um, easy for me. Get, 30 minutes get from the airport. Flight. You find a DFW. Oh, you know where we're at. Um, you DFW, you find a DFW. We're 30 minutes literally north of the airport. Ben, I got to get Perfect. your power lift in here. I'll I'll come lift heavy I'm, with you guys. I'm the only one that lifts heavy. Everyone else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> me and yeah, I still watch the Jane Fonda videos, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I, I I mean, Mike, you haven't seen their gym yet. They have this gorgeous gym. Yeah, uh, it's nice. I lo love the, the rise turf, the graffiti on the walls. It's it's, it's gonna be fun. The vibe is totally cool, man. Like there's people like, it doesn't matter what day you come by here, there's athletes, different athletes, even, you know, new fresh faces that want to be athletes. They're working out in the gym. It's sure. definitely a cool vibe. Cool. Well, we, uh, we're ready to come down whenever. So we'll be talking soon. Cool. Um, and we'll hit the ground running this year with, with a lot of content for rise. I, I know there's a lot coming. So I think this has answered a lot of questions. I think it's been, it's been pretty good. And I, one of my favorite things doing these podcasts with guys like yourself is, we, we kind of started this off talking about consumer perspective. We get to show behind the scenes. So yeah, uh, thanks do. for being so transparent about everything today. Yeah. Oh, it's been fun. Thanks guys so much. Thanks awesome. So we'll Happy sign off here. Uh, so everyone can find uh, TJ at CEO underscore swole. Um, yep. Tentatively for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Nick at uh, rise underscore CEO. Um, and obviously uh, rise sups is the real Instagram. Yeah, rise is What's, what's the I'm not actual? Sure if we answer? have a price plow coupon, but we should have a price plow coupon at some point. And then uh, pricepl.com slash rise dash subs, where you can sign up for the news alerts and then get notified if, whenever we have new stuff coming or just follow price plow on social media and you will be seeing it uh, coming. And we'll, we'll drop some fun clips here. Uh, ben does the reels from these podcasts too. Awesome. Great. Can't wait. Thanks, awesome. guys. Thank you guys so much for, for uh, stopping in. Yeah, great. See you, fellas.